Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody out there, my name is Dr. Ray Tomos, I'm a chiropractor here in Miami, Florida, and an official sponsor of the ISPS International Slow Pitch Softball League. Welcome to the Hot Corner here Thursday nights at 7 on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to be covering everything about general health, chiropractic, slow pitch softball, other sports as well, whatever you, the listener, wants to listen to. This show is based primarily for you guys to keep you entertained and to keep you informed. Call in or tweet us to get on the air. We'll be giving out the number and all our information throughout the show. Hope you guys enjoy and get ready for the Hot Corner. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Hot Corner with Dr. Ray. Uh, Dr. Ray is not in tonight. Uh, I will be in charge here for the Hot Corner Dr. Ray is actually out at Chapman Field down in Miami, Florida. He has a playoffs tonight in the Slow Pitch Softball League down there at Chapman Field. I uh, want to wish him a uh, much success and uh, bring home the championship. Dr. Ray, bring it home to the, to the studio here so we can set it up right next to the microphone. Um, but we wanted to uh, replay one of the one of the uh, previous shows, one of Dr. Ray's favorite show back from March, March 6th of earlier this year where uh, he had a very popular show and uh, a lot of people commented on the show and uh, chimed in with their top three. This is the show where we asked the audience which was their top three baseball movies of all time and it's one of the, uh, one of the best Dr. Ray Hot Corner shows in our history. So without further ado, we're not even going to go into commercials. We're going to go straight into the uh, Dr. Ray show from March 6th. Here it is. Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody out there, my name is Dr. Ray Tomos, I'm a chiropractor here in Miami, Florida, and an official sponsor of the ISPS International Slow Pitch Softball League. Welcome to the Hot Corner here Thursday nights at 7 on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to be covering everything about general health, chiropractic, slow pitch softball, other sports as well, whatever you, the listener, wants to listen to. This show is based primarily for you guys to keep you entertained and to keep you informed. Call in or tweet us to get on the air. We'll be giving out the number and all our information throughout the show. Hope you guys enjoy and get ready for the Hot Corner. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thursday night, 7 p.m., the Hot Corner. Here with me, Dr. Ray, your Miami chiropractor. Uh, Welcome back again. Just wanted to remind everybody tonight that we're going to be recapping last week's show a little bit. Funny how when you talk about something and you put that energy out in the universe, it all kind of comes right back in and, you know, you, you kind of get right back. It, something comes right across your desk. Um, last week we were talking all about vitamins and supplements, and I ended up getting a really great article in my hands this week about the top five myths and realities of dietary supplements, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that again. Um, tonight we're going to be introducing a brand new segment. We're going to be talking about our top three So tonight, in honor of baseball season, as we've been recapping over the past few shows, uh, we're going to start out with our top three baseball movies. So we'll be revealing those throughout the show. Um, And we're also going to talk a little bit tonight about the top Twitter trend that's happening here in Miami. So we're just going to go off top, and we're going to talk about what's happening here in Miami on Twitter and the Twitterverse out there. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Champ Bailey and loyalty and what's happening in the NFL and how that's also being seen a little bit in the NBA and how it's kind of the reverse there where there actually is a little bit of loyalty in the NBA. So we're going to talk about that. And then our main topic for tonight as far as health goes is going to be about genetics and how looking at some of your own genetic code can actually help us. Well, when I say us, I say natural practitioners 
uh, basically look at what kind of issues can you be dealing with as you continue to age in life? Are there any diseases that you may be susceptible to? Um, anything that we can really help you prevent and avoid? And as you've heard a million times before, prevention is way, way better than trying to cure. Um, how, does, how does this saying go? Uh, an ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure. So definitely that's what we're trying to do. That's one of my main goals in practice is to prevent things from never, never happening. If my patients tell me that they never hurt, they never have a problem, that's what I'm looking for, and that's why they keep coming in because they know that continually maintaining your health and taking care of your body is not just something that you can wake up and, and it happens. You have to give your body what it needs, put your body through certain things in order for it to adapt and continually grow, and hopefully you guys will be learning how to do that by listening here out on the show. So uh, with that being said, I want to introduce my friend, my co-host, uh, the sponsor, the man who makes it all possible, the international man of mystery. Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero the Third. How are you tonight, sir? Good evening, Dr. Ray. How are you, man? I'm doing great. <laughs> I bet you're doing great. You were at the route today, weren't you? Yes, sir. I was there uh, earlier in the day. I, I left before the uh, the weather delay, but um, yeah, I was there. I was able to see Tiger Woods for, for two holes, uh, and then the rains came, so... They actually uh, had us evacuate the area that I was in, and and I I started heading home. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw that. I actually I got a chance to watch a little bit when I was at home for lunch between my office hours today, and actually right when I was getting ready to come back to the office, I heard the sirens go off and they suspended play. So I said, hey, perfect timing. Now I can catch back up again a little bit later on because I'd say the uh, the the World Golf Classic is one of my favorites. So definitely a great tournament going on down here star-studded field, um, and a great event here for South Florida. Oh, yeah, it's uh, the top 50 uh, golfers in the world get invited to come and play. It's it's a $9 million purse. Um, it's a Cadillac championship. It's part of the World Golf Championships. It's, it's part of like a series of, of championships around the world, and uh, we're very lucky to see see it down here in our area, Um Mr. Trump, I, I tip my hat of my cap off to the guy. I mean, Donald, the Don, he has completely turned the row into Caesar's Palace. I mean, there's Greek columns, there's uh, there's fountains with horses and and you know statues spitting water. It's 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 a beautiful beautiful facility now. The the course was completely uh, redone from scratch. Every Every blade of grass was was uh, taken out and uh, and redone completely new, so it's a totally new course. And uh, you know, it's it's a really really difficult course. It's the Blue Monster, and uh, Tiger Woods actually he's at positive two currently right now. So we'll see if he turns that around later on this this weekend. Yeah, we'll definitely get a good look, and and I guess now it's worth the money that we used to pay to play there. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely definitely glad to see that, that uh, the golf course is improving. And uh, I'm excited to go out there and try to get around myself, but I'm going to have to find somebody who works there because it's still a little bit pricey, So uh, <laughs> especially now with all the additions. Oh, yeah. But uh, moving on, I wanted to uh, recap a little bit about last week. Last week we spoke a lot about vitamins and minerals and, you know, why, where can you get them and what are they good for and so on and so forth. And I got a really great article that was actually sent to me by, um, I think, a marketing company. I'm not even sure how I got it, but as soon as I saw it, I said, oh, man, I wish I had this the week before. But basically, they presented the top five myths that that people have um, when it comes to dietary supplements. So I wanted to review those a little bit, and we touched on a few of them last week. But basically, the first myth that's out there is that people think that when they take supplements, that that can completely replace diet and exercise. And again, I'm, I don't want to spend too much time here, but this is something that is very important and definitely needs to be cleared up. Just because you take supplements doesn't mean that you can eat whatever you want and not exercise and not do anything else that's healthy. Supplements are not medications that chemically alter and manipulate your body and change its function. Supplements enhance your body's ability to perform processes that they should already be performing. So they give your body what it needs in order to do and perform its natural functions. 
Its natural functions include moving. Its natural functions include eating foods that are good for us. So supplements do not replace diet and exercise. Um, top fifth, number two. I get everything that I need from my diet because I eat well and I don't need to supplement. Now, this is one that I hear a lot in practice. A lot of people tell me, no, I'm a naturalist and, you know, I don't want to take anything. I, I don't like medication. I don't like supplements. Uh, but the truth is, is that because of over-farming, because of hybridization and GMOs and all the different things that are happening out there, it's actually very hard for us nowadays to get the nutrition that we need just from a natural diet. <clears throat> there are certain supplements that the body actually has a tough time producing, especially since we're exposed to so many different toxins, herbicides, pesticides, so on and so forth. You know, if you're not eating everything completely organic, <clears throat> and if you're not, you know, I mean, supplements are, should be an important part of what you have going on. Um, and, and the reason is because of that. The nutrition that you get from one apple today versus 30 years ago, I believe is something around only 40%. So if you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm eating only fruits and veggies and, and only lean meats and so on and so forth, if you're not hunting that meat and you don't know that you're getting it from an organic grass-fed, grass-finished farm, so on and so forth, and that the, the meat that you're eating is in good condition and healthy as well too because most of it isn't, then supplements are something that you should definitely look into. Um, but that leads very good into the next myth, which is that all vitamins are the same. As a matter of fact, all vitamins are not the same. Most vitamins that are out there on the market that you can buy at Sam's Club, at BJ's, especially in bulk, these are vitamins that have been just <clears throat> created for profit. They market the heck out of them. They sell you on the idea that these supplements will replace your diet and exercise and do all these different things. And in reality, you don't have any good quality substances in there. So when you're buying vitamins, you want to go and you want to basically do some research on them. Talk to different people. Find out what's going on. Find out what's worked before. Myself, the different vitamins and supplements that I have in my office, I, I know exactly how the companies create them. I know exactly how much your body's going to absorb out of these different supplements. And I prescribe them based on what I see out of that individual and based on lab work and blood chemistries and hormonal and neurotransmitter tests. Not just based on the fact that, hey, maybe you should take a vitamin because you're having this. So I don't like to guess. I like to test. And because of that, the vitamins that, that I have my patients take do have a very, very good effect. Um, <clears throat> myth number four, fluorescent urine equals expensive urine, a.k.a. I'm taking vitamins and it's not doing anything for me. It's just going right through. Well, fluorescent urine basically means that a specific vitamin, and I believe it's riboflavin, um, actually gives you that fluorescent color in your urine. And what it means is that your body is now saturated in those B vitamins and it's excreting the rest. So just because it's fluorescent doesn't mean that you didn't have all of the B vitamins that you need. But what it means now is that because they're water-soluble and non-toxic, your body can get rid of them and anything that's extra necessary. So instead of falling short, I'd like to have a little bit more. And that's why I think that even though if you have fluorescent urine, you're okay because we know for sure that your body's getting everything that it needs, especially with B vitamins, and those are extremely important. And when we get into genetics tonight, we're going to definitely learn a little bit more about the different types of B vitamins and why they're important and how they can help prevent a lot of different diseases. Um, and so finally, the last myth is timing when I'm taking supplements does not matter. This is another one that's very important. Empty stomach, first thing in the morning, right before bed, with food, 10 minutes before food, so on and so forth. All these times are very important because supplements get absorbed differently. Our stomach is a bunch of acid, and if that acid were to touch any other part of your body, you would, you would actually have a very, very bad day. Um, but that being said, it's protective inside of our stomach, and that acid basically can turn on digestion, and that's what ends up being able to it, – it's kind of controlled in that environment. And certain times with different juices and different secretions inside of your stomach, vitamins are more readily absorbed or not absorbed, and that's why timing is very important. So if you're taking a few different supplements, it's not just, oh, let me take them all right now to save time. You need to take them at the time that your that your health professional told you to be taking them and how they told you to be taking them. That's very important. So there you guys have it, the top five myths of vitamins and supplements. I thought that was excellent because I do hear a lot of those questions. And if you guys have any other questions on vitamins and supplements, don't be afraid to chime in. Uh, again, you can give us a call at 347 
637-3978. If you have any specific, you can tweet us using hashtag the hot corner or at Dr. Ray T or at ISPSO. So plenty of mediums to get involved with the show tonight if you're listening there live. Um, and if you're recapping uh, and listening to an archive show, don't don't forget that you can always call in <clears throat> next week, 7 o'clock Thursdays. We're going to be here for an hour for the for the next coming Thursdays. And also that you can tweet us questions throughout the week. You can get us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash 353heal. Um, you can reach us um, also anytime on Twitter. So, again, it's, if it's less than 140 characters, go ahead and get us there. Um, uh, so, Dr. Dr. Ray, Dr. Ray, if you if you don't mind me interrupting, um, my Facebook is actually blowing up with our question of the week, but I also have a question here from uh, Angel in Puerto Rico. Hi, Doc. I have two titanium plates on my left radio and navicular bones. Sometimes it hurts a lot when I'm fielding and or batting. I lost like 40 degrees of flexibility in my left wrist. What is your advice? And please do not include painkillers. Well, I try to not. I try to never include painkillers if I can. Um, now, post-surgically, that's a little bit different. Um, but my suggestion here in this case, and again, this is without evaluation or without anything, you know, is, is really just that you have to try to decrease inflammation as much as possible. Um, it sounds like there was a broken bone there that needed to be mended, and that's why you have the plates in there. Um, probably some kind of an injury where you fell down on top of the wrist or something like that. And a lot of times, unfortunately, because of that injury, you're going to have that loss of range of motion, and pain is going to come from that if you if you don't move it enough. So my suggestion is just to kind of always keep that moving. You want to work on doing any type of exercises you can with the fingers, with the hands. You want to do lightweight, if, if any weight, lots of lots of maybe rubber band exercises or stress ball squeezing, those types of things to strengthen up those muscles and then stretch as much as you can. Again, flexibility is going to basically be, be able to give you a little bit more of that range of motion. And if you can improve that range of motion, you're going to also be able to improve the way that inflammation moves throughout that area. So um, in addition to that, you don't have to take painkillers, but what you can do is you can try to make your diet as anti-inflammatory as possible. Uh, a good anti-inflammatory diet is one that's going to be very low in refined sugars. It's going to have a little bit more than normal amounts of good fats, omega-3 fats, um, and usually a 2 to 1 or 4 to 1 ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 fats. And if you don't know what those are, you can go ahead and you can send another tweet or an email, whatever the case is, and I can follow up with you on that. Uh, but there are some very good anti-inflammatory natural supplements as well, um, curcuminoids, um, boswellia, turmeric, ginger root. These are all great anti-inflammatory uh, property supplements that you can take in order to help out as much as possible with that pain. Uh, so, again, I hope that was a good answer to you. But, again, if you want to go natural, Diet is where it's at, and, and just trying to keep as much movement in that wrist as possible. Uh, you got anything else over there, Manny? Well, I don't know if you want to save it for a little bit later with the uh, top three baseball movies of all time. I, uh, we have a lot of a lot of uh, people giving them giving us our, their top three. So uh, all right, well, you know, why don't we, we start, want to bring that up? Our, yeah, let's start with our number three. What's your number three favorite baseball movie? Wow, dude, I mean, wow. Um, I'd, I'd have to go with Mr. Baseball, dude. Wow. Tom I love, uh, yeah. The mustache. Love, yeah, Mr. Mustache, Mr. Baseball, going back to Japan. I thought it was a, a pretty funny movie. Uh, it showed us a little bit about the Japanese culture and 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 baseball over there, overseas. So I thought that was really, really a cool movie growing up. What about you, Dr. Ray? What's your top, uh, what's your number three? Well, you know what? Before I get to my number three, I just want to say I definitely know what you're talking about because I just remember Tom Selleck going to the Japanese bathroom and seeing a bunch of little holes on the ground and saying, what the heck am I supposed to do in here? So <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned how that movie tells us about Japanese culture. So, uh, yeah, definitely a great movie. And it reminded me a lot about another movie 
of kind of a has-been who kind of went back, and that was Mr. 3000 with the late, great Bernie Mac. So um, not one of my top three, but another good baseball movie. Um, so my top three, my number three, is The Natural with Roy Hobbs himself. Uh, that, to me, nice. was just, just a great movie, classic, you know, one of my favorites of all time. Uh, top three, actually. You know, when, before baseball season, there's a few movies that I always start, and The Natural is one of them. You know, I remember when I was younger, I'd go out in the back and, and say, oh, the natural comes up to the plate and so on and so forth. So definitely one of my top three movies there. Why don't we rattle off a couple from uh, the Facebook feed? Well, Gus from Florida, I'm going to give you his top three. I don't know in which order he gave us, but he says he likes Major League, Moneyball, and 42. 42 is is also in my top three. I, I love that movie. Uh, but thank you, Gus, for chiming in on that. Well, he named one of my top threes there also as well. Um, but you know what, and, and I'm ashamed to say it, but I haven't actually seen 42 all the way through. Um, I've been a little bit too busy since that movie came out to actually even see it. I think the last movie that I saw in the theaters, I can't even remember, but I know that's one that I've been wanting to watch. I actually have it recorded on my DVR so I will definitely watch that, and hopefully I'll watch it before next week, and, and I'll let you guys know what I thought about it. But the little parts that I've seen from it so far have really, really been great. So I've been excited about that. But uh, all right, so we got top three out of the way. In a little while, we'll go. We'll move into number two, and we'll talk about that. Uh, for right now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's happening right now with the Denver Broncos releasing Mr. Champ Bailey, one of my favorites of all time. And uh, what happened to loyalty in the NFL, huh? Well, I mean, it's it's all about the money, dude. It's all about the Benjamins. Um, you know, I, I can't believe it. Um, you know, this guy's a future Hall of Famer. I, I, I don't know. I, I really, professional sports, you know, it doesn't surprise me what you hear tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, 100%. Um, you know, unfortunately, it is a business. Um, that's That's definitely the truth. And, you know, unfortunately, Father Time catches up with guys. But, you know, what's really cool is in the in the NBA, Pat Riley went ahead and released a statement today and said that he had very substantial offers, like, for example, Danny Granger from the Pacers for Udonis Haslam. But he didn't want to get rid of him because he believes in loyalty. Now, a little bit of me believes that Pat Riley was probably laying a little bit of groundwork here uh, for the fact that LeBron and D. Wade and Chris Bosh are all free agents at the end of this year. So that may have a little bit something to do with Pat Riley trying to talk about loyalty at a time like this. Um, but I'm definitely glad to see that he retained UD. And uh, even though UD doesn't play too much anymore, I feel like he's still a very integral part of the team. And, you know, God forbid anybody goes down, I know that we have somebody that's ready to step in and, and fill a big role, somebody who's been there before. So, you know, I, I just think – yeah, money's a big deal and it's all there, but there's people that help build your team and build a certain aura and build, you know, and build up the city. You know, these players are involved with the cities too. They give back tons to the cities that they that they play in and they move there and their families are there. You know, and, and when you just release them like that after after such a long career and after making a home, you know, you wonder how it affects the athletes as well too. So Personally, I'm I'm a little sad to see Champ Bailey get released that way. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a Dolphins uniform next year. I think that'd be something that I would welcome. Even though he's a little bit older, he'd be a nice veteran leader for our team. And uh, maybe moving him to safety would help him, you know, kind of slow the game down a little bit. So that could be a topic. But what do you think about this whole loyalty thing in, in the NBA and the NFL? And what do you think about Pat Riley's move today with uh, with saying that he wants to stay loyal with Udonis and and seeing if that translates a little bit to the whole the whole big three free agency this year. Well, I think Udonis is, is Mr. 305. I mean, he went down here to the high, Miami high. Um, you know, he I believe he won our national championship with the Florida Gators. And um, I believe he has a couple of uh, rings with the Heat. So he is Mr. 305. If, if you – I think if you get rid of uh, – of UD, Mr. Pat Riley's going to have a, a few unwelcome guests at his house knocking at his door, you know what I mean? Um, cause, <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it all depends on, on the people. It all comes down to the people, man. Um, 
one of their interests, you know, if, if their family's set up here or, you know, it all depends on, on family situation also. There's a lot of different factors you got to consider, but um, in the end, one of the biggest factors is is those green Benjamins. That's true. It all does boil down to that in the long run. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still a big, I'm still a big uh, <clears throat> supporter of the barter system. I think things were a lot better back in the days when you traded services for services, you know, and then somebody invented money, and I think it all kind of went downhill from there. But, um, you know, that being said, uh, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, our number two baseball movie of all time? We're getting into that time right now, Manny. So what is your number two baseball movie of all time? My number two, my number two like I said before, is is, um, is 42, man. Um it's the latest baseball movie out there. Um, it talks about a very controversial issue back then. Um, Jackie Robinson, the first black Negro player to uh, play professional baseball in the major leagues. Um, Harrison Ford is in it. Um, you know, it's it's a great baseball movie. It, it shows us our history and, and how it used to be back then and, and Basically, how how ignorant society was back then, and, and um, even though it's not a hundred percent, but right now, but we have come a long, long, long way since since the days of Jackie Robinson and and, and forty two. Uh, so forty two is my number two movie of all time of baseball. All right, I like that. You know, um, I'm partial to Jackie Robinson because when I was in chiropractic school in Daytona. Uh, the name of the ballpark there is actually Jackie Robinson Field, and I did a little bit of research on it, and that's actually one of the first fields that he played on uh, for a an affiliate of a major league team. So there's there's a pretty cool statue of him right out there. It's a great venue. We used to have a little uh, Thirsty Thursdays where they would have, you know, uh, cheap beer and all kinds of stuff, and it was great. It was a ball game, you know, definitely not very healthy, but, you know, there was hot dogs and beer, and, and it kind of brought you back into the whole aura. Um, of baseball and why people fall in love with it in the first place. You know, it's, it's not the best game to watch on TV unless you're a real big fan, but it sure is fun to go out to the games and be in the atmosphere and the seventh inning stretch and everything that's going on. And, you know, it's just I'm, I'm happy to say that it's a, it's a America's pastime and definitely something that I love. And Jackie Robinson Field in 42 is a movie that I, I really can't wait to see. I may have to watch that tonight and just see if I can – do something like that because everybody's saying it's a great movie and I got to get on board there. It's a baseball movie, especially. So, um, with that being said, my number two movie is actually a little. I have a tie and I can't decide. It's it's Moneyball and it's Major League Two. And Moneyball, I thought would have been my my number one movie of all time, but um, actually there's another one that I like a little bit more than that that always makes me laugh a little bit more, but. Major League and uh, <clears throat> and Moneyball are my are my two favorite or my number two favorites of all time. And Moneyball, especially because I'm partial to the Oakland well, A's. But what what are you doing? What are you doing, Doctor Ray? You're you're cheating here, bro. You're you're actually gonna give us four or five uh, five top threes. No, I'm gonna give one, four. Bro. I give four, man. But I tell you what, I I like to give. You know, uh, I'm a giver, definitely. Um, so you know, you get a little bit. I extra. know. When you listen to the show, you I know, know why you're going with Moneyball. I know why you're going with Moneyball because you're 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 a freakish Oakland Athletic fan, are you not? <laughs> that is the truth, and uh, I don't even know how it happened, but I, I just love the A's. I love what they stand for. I love that they're a small market team that's always competing. You know, um, I love rooting for the underdog. I'm usually the underdog, and that's why it's fun. And you know, so I I absolutely love it, and uh, I love the movie. I love what they did, and. You know, it really brought me back. I remember that season. I remember the, that exact season and watching it all on TV and everything like that. And some of those memories are like ingrained in my in my mind. And to see them on the on the big screen was just awesome. And uh, you know, Major League. I mean, what else can you say about that? You know, Wesley Snipes, the million one liners. You know, uh, well, one of my favorite parts at the end. And, and and I'm a little bit of an impression guy. We may have to start getting into a little bit of impressions here on the show, but. Uh, the manager, man, that, I love that guy. At the end, when uh, when Vaughn comes in and he's and he's uh, 
<clears throat> staring down the, the the RBI monster, the guy who's hit like three jacks off of him the whole year, all grand slams, whatever the case is. He comes in with the bases loaded, and the manager's like, forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love that guy. That's a, what a great movie, man. So definitely, you know, Major League is, is my top, one of my top threes. And and how can I decide between that and Moneyball? I mean, both excellent movies, just on a little bit more of a different spectrum. One is a great comedy, and the other one is a very heartfelt movie about a, a great team that came together at the right time and shows you what chemistry is all about and why, even though there's teams out there like the Yankees that spend double what other teams spend, there's still competition in baseball. You know, I think that's another reason why I love baseball so much. All these other leagues have salary caps, and all the teams are very evenly competitive, but... There's small market teams in baseball that are that are out there and they're doing their thing and and they have chemistry and there's nothing like being on a on a ball team because everybody just comes together in a special way and and when you do that that's when you can get on a winning on a winning vibe and on a winning tune and you know Moneyball really showed us that so definitely an awesome movie there. Um, anybody else got some some movies there on Facebook on your side, Manny? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm making a little uh, a little spreadsheet here. We have about six or seven people chiming in. We have uh, Shelley from New Jersey. Top three: The Rookie, uh, Field of Dreams, and another one for the movie Forty Two. All right. Um, you want me to tell you another one that we got here? Yeah, let's go through a couple. Um, let me see. Junior says Bull Durham, Major League, and Bad News Bears. Wow, Bad News Bears. I completely forgot about that one. That's a good one there. And we have uh, Tina coming in from uh, good old Canada. Uh, she is telling me another vote for Major League, a league of their own, and another one for Field of Dreams. A League of Their Own, that's a great one, too. The the great Tom Hanks. Um, definitely a quality movie. Um, and it's baseball, you know. Just because it's women doesn't mean it's not baseball. You know, there's no crying in baseball. So definitely another good movie. And, uh, you know, I actually have a little honorable mention here on the side, and I'm surprised nobody's mentioned it, but Little Big League was one of one of my top I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it top six, maybe top seven baseball movies. But Little Big League is another great story, and, and I'm surprised I haven't heard anybody mention that. I was expecting to hear a lot of the Major League, the Field of Dreams, you know, those types of movies. But, um, yeah, man, all I'm these movies are just great. I'm surprised nobody still hasn't even mentioned my top, top movie, uh, top baseball movie of all time for me. Well, I'll tell you what, don't blow that surprise because we're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit uh, before we get there about the top Twitter trend in Miami. So let's go ahead and let's check out the Twitterverse right now and let's see what's going on in Miami right now. Uh, all right. So the top, a couple of the top trends here are Lidstrom, who I believe is a hockey player. Uh, we have uh, TBT or Throwback Thursday. We've got some salute lyrics, some moms and brands. Man, where did these Twitter, where did these Twitter trends come from, man? I'll I tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and stick with one that I know what they're talking about, and let's go with TBT, and let's go Throwback Thursday. Um, so, Manny, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Since we're talking about baseball, why don't you go ahead and tell me a throwback story of baseball. Tell me about the last championship that you won or the last championship team that you were a part of, whether it be softball or baseball, was there any special story or anything like that that happened during that season that you can remember? Well, it always takes me back. Uh, I guess the most memorable one was my first ever championship. It was Sunday nights at Kendo Indian Hammocks. Um, it was a, a small little team called Low Key, Low Key Softball. Um, shout out to Nate and Ralphie, and um, all the guys from from back in the days, Carlos. Um, That was my first ever slow-pitch softball uh, team I ever played for. And it was a bunch of, you know, young guys, middle-aged guys, older guys, 
our oldest guy was, I believe, in his 60s, and he played uh, third base for us. Um, he used to play alongside Roberto Clemente if, if, uh, back in um, Puerto Rico, if you, if you could imagine. Wow. Um, but this guy, he, he was in his 60s, and he, and he played third base. Um, Ralphie, I'll never forget the old man. But uh, that was the most memorable championship that I've ever, well, the last one that I could remember that has anything to do with slopage softball, and it's very, it's very dear to my heart that that championship. Man, that's a great story, and and a pretty cool one. The fact that you, you played with somebody that played with Roberto Clemente, I mean, not many people can say that. So definitely, definitely memorable. Um, I'd say my throwback softball story would be actually probably the first time that I played down here in. Um, and, you know, now that I mentioned that, I have a whole bunch coming in my head. So maybe we'll go through a couple. But my first tournament ever down here in uh, in Miami, I remember I had just graduated from chiropractic school, and I had a buddy um, who said, hey, you know, you want to play some softball? And I, and I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I love to play. And he's like, all right, so you'll come out, and, uh, you know, we'll hit you last, and we'll put you in the outfield or whatever the case is. You know, you know, you know how they treat the new guys. Um, so, you know, we're going through the through the tournament. All of a sudden – we're in the championship game in the tournament. I think I I think I may have been hitting like 750 or 800 or something that day. I was on fire. I was hitting home runs. I was hitting triples. I was doing everything, making plays everywhere. They ended up moving me over to third base, um, and that's where the hot corner was born. And uh, we ended up winning the first tournament that I ever played, and then the guys were like, hey, do you want to be on the team? And I'm actually still playing with those guys till today, you know, about five years later. So, you know, it's awesome how a championship can really bring a team together and solidify you as one and, and how guys kind of stick together out there. So that was a cool memory. And actually before that happened, I had an amazing memory. I had a I had a, something called Cairo Games, which is where all the chiropractic schools in the nation basically come together and they meet in one part. And it's almost like kind of the Olympics. They have all different events and all different types of things. So I was on the softball team for my school. And I was – I was a little bit of a clown back in the days. You know, I like to be the center of attention. And so I, I completely cut the sleeve. Well, I still cut the sleeves off of all my shirt, all, off of all my jerseys. And everybody's always like, hey, you know, you never have sleeves on, whatever. It's a, it's an ongoing joke. But it was funny because those sleeves were the old school baseball shirts where the, the they kind of had the, the two color sleeves where the uh, the sleeve came up all the way to the neck. So literally my whole entire shoulders were out, and it looked like I had like a halter top on, and I ended up getting the funniest tan. Uh, but we ended up just crushing everybody. We won the championship. We beat teams like 30-2, to two, and uh, that was a really, really great memory because I remember they were talking about so much competition, and I went back to uh, to my chiropractic school this past weekend for my five-year reunion, actually, and I looked at the trophy that still had our name on it. It was there in, in, the, uh, in the trophy case at school. So that was pretty cool to be a part of history there and definitely a throwback Thursday. Um, I may post a picture a little bit later of me in that uniform so you guys can all get a laugh, um, but definitely that, w- that was a great, great experience and a, and a throwback Thursday uh, story for that. So uh, why don't we go ahead and, and move on to our top – baseball movie and then we'll get into the topic of the night tonight which is going to be genetics um so i can have some time to talk about that because i've got a lot to go over for those out there that are listening so uh manny what's your number one baseball movie of all time well somebody uh just chimed in and they uh they also said it but my number one is the sandlot bro how could you not you know mention the sandlot that's every kid well, at least when we were growing up. I don't know about nowadays. Now, nowadays they usually do it on, on PlayStation or Xbox. But now, back in my days, um, we used to play backyard baseball almost every day, and uh, the Sandlot really uh, captures that that time period in your youth when you uh, play back backyard baseball with your friends over the summer or. Like down here in Miami, it was um, pretty much every day we could play baseball outside. But um, that's my number one uh, movie, uh, baseball movie of all time, The Sandlot. Manny, I should have gone first because that's my number one baseball movie (laughs) of all time. (laughs) The Sandlot, man. I I tell you what, I've watched that movie over a hundred times easily. Definitely one of my favorites as well, too, and... 
you know, just you're 100% right. I played backyard ball every day growing up. You know, my whole neighborhood was kids my age, and we'd all – I was lucky enough to have a, a nice enough back big uh, backyard to go ahead and, you know, be able to have bases and all kinds of stuff out there. And, man, we had a blast. We'd hit home runs over the house and all kinds of stuff. We'd use tennis balls and, and uh, kind of little wood bats and everything. And so we had a blast out there. And, you know, the Sandlot really kind of took all that and, and wrapped it up into just one – heartfelt movie and, and a great baseball movie and lots of comedy and lots of action and just so fun to see how kids kids are you know and one of my favorite scenes I think is when they take the erector set and they build up the erector set to try to get the ball out of the backyard <laughs> and they're all kind of yeah. you know phase one enter <laughs> you know they kind of all just start talking about you know and passing all the secret language and you know vacuum number two engaged and you know they start going through all that stuff Definitely a quality movie there, so um, that's awesome that we share the same number one movie of all time, and I'm surprised I haven't heard more people say that as well, too, because uh, The Sandlot is definitely one of the baseball movie, the best baseball movies of all time. Um, any other well, ones that you want to throw in there for honorable mention at all? Yeah, um, well, Colby, Colby from West Palm Beach, I believe, uh, he actually mentioned For the Love of the Game, the Sandlot and 42, uh, Angel from Puerto Rico, who also had the question earlier today, he is uh, mentioning Bingo Long Stars with Richard Pryor, uh, The Natural and 42. Um, let me see who else we have here. Kelly, Kelly from New Jersey, um, she's saying A League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, and Bad News Bears again. Uh, Danielle uh, is saying Moneyball, Major League 1 and 2, and Rookie of the Year slash Mr. Baseball. I guess he has a tie for that. And also Kelly is giving giving us her next top three. So Kelly is actually giving us six from New Jersey. Uh, One that hasn't even been mentioned tonight, Angels in the Outfield. Great movie. And... uh, yeah, the Jackie Robinson story and Major League are her top, her next top three. So thank oh, you to uh, Lee. Thank you, Danielle. Um, also, thank you to Angel Colby. And also, thank you to uh, Tina, Shelley Jr., and Gus for chiming in today. And um, I want to give a shout-out to Softball Magazine, um, just last week, I got named the uh, contributing editor um, for their magazine, and uh, I will have my own column there, ISPS World Updates. And uh, they are giving us, showing us some love on their Facebook page. They just uh, posted our about our Hot Corner show today. So uh, thank you to Luann over there at Softball Magazine for showing us that love. Yeah, definitely, and uh, we actually have somebody else chiming in about their top three favorites, and that's uh, a good friend of ours, Mr. John Fisher, and uh, he said that he was wondering when we'd get votes for for Bull Durham and Field of Dreams, and for him also the number one movie was The Sandlot, so uh, definitely a lot of votes there, a lot of great movies. I can't believe I forgot about Angels in the Outfield. That's got to be one of my top favorites, you know, as well, too, and um also, the Rookie of the Year, I mean, Rowan Gardner, come on, man, the movies just keep coming, so definitely a great topic, I'm looking forward to next week and seeing what our top three for next week is going to be, um, and oh, John also had another comment, John said that uh, when, when we talked a little bit about the Champ Bailey, uh, he actually tweeted about 18 minutes ago, so we're a little bit late here, but he said, did you see how Champ played in the Super Bowl? Loyalty aside, not worth the $10 million due this year, so, you know, I understand that, definitely, um, it is about business, and it is about the game and, and what's better for the team. And just like that movie, The Program, it's all about the program and keeping that moving. So, you know, I couldn't agree more there, even though it's kind of sad to see that happen. But uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the topic of the night, the health topic of the night, and that's genetics. Um, so I've been studying a lot of genetics lately and getting into some of the different things and, and or some of the different roles that genetics play in, in the expression of our health and of our lives and Basically, what genetics are are 
the, the code that our body has that allows us all to be different. So everybody has a different genetic code. And um, the, gen the human genome was mapped out a few years back, and it's been studied every single day ever since. There's millions of dollars of research being poured into this type of, of topics. And genetics is so important because, you know, when, when people say, well, it runs in the family, it runs in the family, what they're talking about is genetics here, you know, and how different brothers and different sisters and whether you were born first or whether you were born third and how that plays a role in your in your personality and in your health even sometimes that's all very important so what i wanted to get into a little bit was talking about some of the different ways that i take a look at genetics here in my office and how i'm able to help people prevent some diseases um, and maybe even see if there's something that is running in their family and why that's happening so um, what i what i look at when it comes to genetics is a couple different cycles that happen in the body. So methylation, and that's methylation, M-E-T-H-Y-L-A-T-I-O-N, excuse me, methylation is a process that happens in the body. And basically what it means is, if anybody remembers chemistry, there's a molecule <clears throat> called a methyl group, which basically means to be added on to another molecule in order to make it functional. So again, our body has all these different feedback loops and different positive and negative loops that, that allow us to activate and inactivate and activate and inactivate different enzymes and different cofactors and different um, things within the body that allow us to adapt and to change to the environment. And that's really the key there because our body, even though we have genetics, those genetics are going to express what they're supposed to be expressing based on the environment that they're in. So just because there's cancer in the family doesn't mean that you actually have to have cancer. Um, what it means is that if you, if you fall into the same patterns that the people in your family had previously, you're more than likely going to express a similar genetic pattern, and that may be cancer. So for the people who have family histories of diseases like cancer and um, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, diabetes, these are all preventable diseases, and these are things that we can take a look at. And in America right now, we're spending the most money on healthcare in the entire world, and we have some of the worst outcomes in the entire world. And that's because once we have these diseases, they're very hard to reverse, and that's because they're lifestyle diseases. There's no magic pill or surgery or anything like that that can just reverse you in just one day to the next. It's something that takes time, and when we're very deep into these diseases, Time is not something that we have a lot of. You know, I can't tell you how many people think that they're completely healthy, and then one day they go to the doctor, and he says, I'm sorry, you have stage 4 cancer, and you have six months to a year left. You know, that's not something that is to be taken lightly, and that's why getting yearly checkups and getting evaluated on a regular basis is so important because there are different ways that through blood work and through especially genetic testing now that we can see what is your body susceptible to is there any disease that's kind of brewing there? Is there anything that we can do in order to basically help you live a better lifestyle, to give your body more of what it needs so that it can basically avoid, you know, expressing those genes that are of disease? Um, so what I do is I, I actually work with a company called 23andMe.com. And what they do is they send you a little kit and you fill it up with saliva and you send it back to them. And then they send, they send you where all your ancestors came from. So they look at your DNA, and they, they, it takes about six to eight weeks, and they give us a whole bunch of information. And what I do is I take that information, and I put it into a little analyzer and a little analyzing software. And that tells me about, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, about 20 different genetic variants, polymorphisms, or defects. Those are all synonyms that we have. Now, some people don't like to be called defective, so we call them variants or, uh, or polymorphisms. So each one of these has a different role in what's going on with your body. So how do you know if you may have one of these different things that's going on? Well, depression is something that can come from these genetics. Um, some of these genetic variants can basically make it hard for your body to create serotonin and dopamine, and uh, that will leave you depressed. Those are feel-good hormones. Those are what make you you know, be able to enjoy and to feel well and so on and so forth. <clears throat> also, some of these genetic variants have been clinically shown to increase the risk of heart attacks, of dementia, Alzheimer's, so on and so forth, by up to 70%. So if you have those 
those genetic variants and you don't know about it, you could be just creating heart disease, creating um, the increased risk for a stroke on a daily basis, even though maybe you're living healthy, even though you're maybe taking your vitamins, but maybe not the right types for you. So this is one of the things that I wanted to break down, and especially when it comes to B vitamins. So there's a specific, uh, there's a specific genetic variant that I look at, and I believe it's one of the most important ones, and that's the MTHFR. Um, the MTHFR basically stands for methotetrahydrofolate reductase, and that's an enzyme that takes methylfolate and it, or it takes folate and it turns it into methylfolate. And that's a, a very important part of the methylation cycle, which helps your body to create antioxidants. So that methylation process is very important for the production of glutathione. If you guys are by a computer or you have a phone or you can get on the internet while you're listening to what's going on here, look up glutathione. It is the master antioxidant of the body. It has been shown in studies that people who have cancer and these types of preventable diseases have low to depleted levels of glutathione. So one of the things that I do in my office is I have a blood test which will determine your glutathione levels. Also, at, after the age of 30, glutathione levels start to decrease as well too. So what I do is I, if I find low glutathione levels, I try to figure out why do we have those levels. And that's where 23andMe.com comes in. So when they send me back that genetic information and I put it through the analyzer, it tells me about the 20 different variants that we could have and how we can support that nutritionally with exercise and with lifestyle. So when I say, hey, don't just take some vitamins, it's because the right type of B vitamin is important. So, for example, if you don't have the MTHFR gene, you can take folinic acid, you can take methylated folate, you can take whatever kind of folic acid that you want. If you, don't have, if you do have the gene, then if you're not taking a methylated form of the vitamin already, you're not going to be able to convert it into the active form of the body, and therefore you're going to be deficient. You're going to show up like you have anemia, or uh, like there's going to be all these different other tests, and the doctors are going to say, oh, you know what, we can't find anything wrong with you, until you develop a disease. So unfortunately, most medical doctors aren't really looking at this because they're not so interested in preventing disease they're more interested in finding a disease and then treating that and managing it. My interest is a little bit more in prevention, and that is to basically find out what could lead to disease and then help your body start to reverse those, those changes or to start to express a different type of, of health. And that, again, is done by, by checking out this methylation map and the methylation cycle and the different types of genes variants that you can have that would basically cause your body not to be functioning at its optimal at its optimal capacity. So again, glutathione is a very, very big, important antioxidant in the body. And if you don't know what an antioxidant is, that's why everybody says eat strawberries, eat blueberries, eat those kinds of fruits because they have antioxidants. Mona V was a, was a drink that they made a long time ago and the acai berry and pomegranate and all these antioxidants. So just to give you an idea of how powerful glutathione is, those antioxidants neutralize free radicals on a one-to-one basis or ratio. So one antioxidant equals one free radical done. All right. Now, free radicals damage our body. It's said that we make billions of, of free radicals every day. Toxins from our diet, toxins from, from the environment, stress on our cells, even exercise creates free radicals, but our body has the ability to neutralize them with glutathione. Now, glutathione neutralizes these antioxidants on a thousand to one ratio. So a thousand times the power of just the antioxidants that we get from our diet. So to, going back to the major myths earlier, you know, if you feel like, oh, I, you know, I'm getting all my antioxidants because I'm eating strawberries, you know, and blueberries on a regular basis, you still may be, have, you still may be having depleted glutathione levels and you still may be susceptible to disease. So when they do all these studies that say eating organic foods don't count and all these types of things, unfortunately those studies are flawed because they don't tell us about what's happening with each person on a specific level. If we were to go through each person's genetics and give them what their body needs, we would see that eating organically and eating specifically based on that would be very, very good for their bodies and for their health. So getting into these genetics is extremely important in my, in my eyes as far as preventing disease and especially for people who have that type of a family history. 
So again, if you've got a family history out there and and you're you know worried about oh man I don't want to end up like that I don't want to become a statistic so on and so forth, there's a lot of help out there for you guys. And if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to call in, you know, tweet in, email, whatever it is that you want to do. I'm more than happy to go over these different things with you and and tell you about how we can help in a natural way. And uh, again, it's not just supplements and it's not just exercise and it's not just chiropractic. And it's not just stress management. You know, it's all these things put together in order to be really optimally healthy and enjoy life to its to its best and to be, you know, not restricted by movement or pain or by pills or, you know, by having some chemicals regulate your nervous system or your immune system, whatever the case may be, you know. Um, so I think it's very important to live as healthy as you possibly can so you can enjoy as much as you possibly can. And I feel like these breakthroughs that we're seeing now in these genetic variants and polymorphisms are really on the cutting edge of preventive medicine. And I'm happy to say that I'm, that I'm a part of that movement and I'm very interested in researching these different things. And I spend my spare time when I'm not playing softball and I'm not in the office going over these things because, you know, one thing is, is that the more you learn about the body, the more you realize that you have left to learn. You know, I remember when I first got out of school, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the best doctor, and I know everything already. I didn't know anything when I got out of school, and I'm only five years into practice, you know, so I'm I'm just excited about where the practice is going and how these different things are, are kind of coming into the office and how they're helping my patients. You know, I've been personally working on my glutathione and my antioxidant levels, and I have to say, I've been, well, I mean, I'm hitting 889 this year in Sunday night. How about that, Manny, you know, so... Uh, definitely, I see I see the improvement. I feel the improvement. My workouts are better. I'm waking up better. I, I don't drink coffee anymore. Um, you know, I'm, I've been feeling great, and a lot of my patients are reporting the same thing. I had a patient tell me, "Man, I don't know what's in these supplements, but I'm feeling like Superman." And that's because we found out exactly what his body needed, and we gave him the right supplements at the right time, and he's enjoying the benefits from it. So, again, if you have questions about anything. Uh, 347-637-3978. You can tweet us at Dr. Ray T at ISPSO, or you can use the hashtag, the hot corner. Um, I know that we're winding down a little bit tonight, <clears throat> so I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out. Um, but first, before that, uh, Manny, did you have any questions? I know you always have some questions about what I talk about. Um, and are there any questions that popped up on Facebook or on Twitter on your end? Well, I have Luann from... I'm sorry, I have Luann from Merritt Island, Florida. She says she's very shy. She can't call. She doesn't want to call in because she's very shy, but she's listening in. She thinks it's very interesting and that she loves her chiropractor. So thank you very much, Luann, for listening in. And uh, I just wanted to give you the final tally of the uh, top three movies for the night between everybody that has called in. Um I will go in reverse order. We actually got a uh, tie for third place between The Sandlot and The Natural. And then in second place was uh, Major League. And the most popular movie for tonight, the top three baseball movies, is uh, 42. We got the top number of votes for tonight. So that's very interesting. The Sandlot, The Natural... Major League and 42. Wow, that is that's a lot of really good movies right there. Um awesome awesome stuff right there. Um definitely a great show tonight. Super happy to be a part of it. Um got a lot of great information out tonight also as well. For anybody listening in, if you have questions about that again, please feel free just like Luann. You don't have to call in, but you can always get us on Facebook. You can reach us at at Twitter again and we'll be back here again next Thursday night. Um, at seven at seven p.m. and I just wanted to also give a shout out to my printer, uh, Sergio's Productions down here in Miami. They do an amazing job with with all my work. I, I have an idea in my head and I send it over to their to their staff and they have a design ready for me and they print it out on the the best quality type of stuff that you can find. So Sergio'sPrinting.com. Um, if you Google Sergio's Printing down in Miami, if you need any print jobs done, they do wraps. They do business cards, they do brochures, they do flyers. They actually do my banners that you guys see up at the parks um, 
for the office information and all that. So definitely a great printer if you guys need anything like that. And I'm also going to be trying to bring um, <clears throat> somebody on the show next week. We may have a special guest speaker next week. So everybody go ahead and get ready for that. Look out for some updates during the week. And um, other than that, Manny, unless you have anything to say, if you want to give a couple shout-outs to the other sponsors of the league, um, this is Dr. Ray signing off and see you guys all next week. Yeah, actually, I want to give a shout-out to a couple of teams. Um, congratulations to Blackout and to Easy Way. They just received their 2013 World Championship rings this past weekend at the Winter Worlds. And also to the Hitmen, who actually won Winter Worlds. Um, so congratulations to all those teams. And also be on the lookout, Softball Magazine, uh, I believe this week they're coming out with the This phone drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint. Try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after $31.25 per month. Credit apply within two bills. If cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.